Good morning, Oregon. It's Wednesday, February 3rd. This is Elliot News with your news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Officials said the cost of repairing protest-related damage to federal buildings in Portland has topped $2.3 million. Four downtown courthouses and the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement Building have been damaged and have undergone repair. Over the summer, the Mark O. Hatfield United States Courthouse drew hundreds or thousands of protesters night after night. At one point, demonstrators shattered the glass on the doors and threw fireworks into the building. The building's facade and entry were covered with graffiti. Federal officials said they also need to repair or replace mounted security cameras and secured access devices that people had vandalized or stolen. Upper floor windows had been broken with ball bearings. A woman sleeping in her bedroom was shot five times when bullets came flying into her northeast Portland home early Tuesday, according to police. The woman called 911 at about 3.15 a.m. and said she was awakened by gunshots in the 5200 block of Northeast 91st Avenue. She was taken to a nearby hospital, but her condition and the extent of her injuries were unclear. Police did not say if the house was a target or if the woman was hit by stray bullets. They did not say whether there were any suspects. The Lincoln County Sheriff's Office has suspended the search for a hiker who's been missing for almost two weeks. The Sheriff's Office said a friend dropped off Adrian Alonzo Smith at the Drift Creek Falls Trailhead east of Lincoln City on January 19th. Smith missed a scheduled pickup the next day, and he wasn't found during ensuing searches. After a tip came in with a location where Smith was seen, searchers located his encampment on January 30th. It included food, water, and supplies that appeared to have been untouched since January 26th when snow arrived in the area. Investigators now believe the probability of Smith's survival is too low to continue the search. Rescue teams have covered a primary search area of about eight square miles in snow, wind, and rainy conditions, according to the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office. The search will likely resume within two weeks after weather conditions improve. Oregon could face a $1.6 billion shortfall in the next two-year budget due to immense unanticipated spending on the pandemic and wildfire recovery, as well as a slowdown in tax revenue growth. Less than two months ago, legislative analysts predicted the state would be $793 million short of a status quo budget. Then, lawmakers approved $800 million in additional COVID-19 response and wildfire recovery spending during a one-day special session in December. That brought the potential budget gap for the two-year cycle to $1.6 billion. Representative Dan Rayfield, a Corvallis Democrat who is co-chair of the Ways and Means Committee, said that legislative committees will soon begin working on proposals for how state agencies could absorb budget cuts of 5 to 7 percent if that turns out to be necessary. Paul Taylor, who revolutionized telecommunication for people who are deaf, died last month in his Portland home. He was 82. Taylor was born deaf. He worked as a chemical engineer in St. Louis, but on the side helped develop the technology behind TTY, a text telecommunications device that used phone lines to facilitate communication. Later in life, he advocated for a national relay system where an operator would serve as an intermediary between a person using a TTY machine and someone who didn't have access to one. The relay system would eventually become part of the landmark Americans with Disabilities Act in 1990. Thanks for listening. Find more news at OregonLive.com and support our journalism with a subscription at OregonLive.com slash pod support.